Hello. Hi, how you doing? Hello. Good. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to a new episode of the Spotlight Underground. Uh, we're testing out some new technology uh, with the Blog Talk radio system. Uh, actually, it was one of the first things that I started on. So we're doing that as well as Spreaker as well. And let me introduce uh, the ladies of the show. I'm going to start off with uh, returning once again is Lauren. How you doing, Lauren? I'm doing good. How are you all doing? Pretty good, pretty good. And uh, I know you are a busy lady. You have a lot of things that you have uh, that you um, do. Um, how how have you been lately? How- um, I've been doing well. Just um, focusing on you know getting some things in order. How about yourself? Uh, me, you know me. I'm just working hard trying to make a dollar out of 15 cent as they say back in the day so i'm uh i'm here just happy to be here with you ladies and getting ready to uh chop it up we're just gonna do some freestyle tonight so are you down for that uh lauren yes i am all right so um also joining us she is a new member of the indie radio family uh, but you've heard her on indie radio before. It's the one that only Sherry Andrea. How you doing, Sherry? I am doing good. How are you since the last time we talked? Oh, I've you know it's it's hot as hell here in Los Angeles. I'm over here burning up. So uh, join join the club, but you're going through um, you're going through a drought. But don't you have a dry heat at least. Yeah. Yeah, it's still better than this humid heat that I've got going on. So, yeah, it's still better than humidity. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it is very hot, but I am happy to be here. So, um, basically, on the Spotlight Underground, we just talk about mainly our relationship stuff, uh, just quirky things, and we've had quite some debates on this show. Uh, about a lot of different topics and uh, you know uh, we're not afraid to talk about anything on this program and uh, so uh, I don't know if I I think both of you ladies are uh, following me on Facebook right? Yes I do Yes I am Okay so I posted a, uh, a video that I came across on Facebook and what I should have done was before the show, I should have um, made sure you ladies seen it. I kind of mentioned it a little bit to uh, uh, to Lauren. I'll, I'll send it to uh, Andrea right now on Facebook Messenger, and I will send it to uh, Lauren too. And uh, you know, it, it never it never um, uh, surprises me how weird people can be. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Yes. Uh, so you're seeing it. <laughs> See now, yeah, no. <laughs> it never surprises yeah. me how weird people uh, can be this day and age, and uh, you know, uh, and you know, this... I I don't call that weird. I call that deviant behavior and I noticed there is a lot 
I can't tell you how many friends I've had that have told me that they've met some guy recently, started dating him, thought everything was cool, and then they found out about, you know, like whatever deviance he's had. Like he's into swinging, he's into this, he's into that. He wants them to also get into it, participate, and then they realize the reason why they won't leave their wife is because their wife is participating and playing along with this. And they're not willing to leave that wife, even though the relationship itself isn't good, because they're at least going along with these things. Now, for those who, who may not know, who do not follow me on Facebook, uh, there is a video. You really need to see the imagery, but I'm going to try to see if I can play the audio from the video to kind of to, to tell what it is. So here's the ladies. Let me know if you can hear the video. I'm about to start it now. The events are very where people compete in events and classes just the same as real horses do. Uh -uh. No, I don't hear it. These events are very competitive, just like a regular... No, I can't hear it. end up with some crashes and wrecks. People go down over the jumps. The competition gets pretty crazy sometimes. I'm gonna so when ponies put on the gear, it puts them with, into what they call pony space. I'll play it for the audience. Please leave people your people message for seven five seven nine. When I put the bit in his mouth, it's like a ritual between us. He needs that transition to get into headspace, and I can feel through the bit when he actually kind of changes from like human space to like pony space. So now I'm gonna leave him here for a minute for pony space. Before we take him out in for the reining competition, because I found for us during play, if I just put him in the gear and then we go immediately do it, it doesn't give him time to transition into his headspace that allows him to express himself as a pony. Fight with the hammer, you know, and uh, really just try to give them a really hard time. So they really have to uh, try to keep us a, to obey, but it usually doesn't work in their, their favor. Step up. All right. <laughs> so that was uh, these people who are into a. Uh, uh, wait, hold on a second. Lauren, do we have you back? Yes. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. No, no, it's okay. So, uh, what the video we showed was um, these people who are into a pony fetish, essentially where they like to dress up like uh, a pony uh, <laughs> and uh, and get into some really weird, bizarre uh, things. And, um, you know, I mean, I think it's good. The one thing that's good about the internet is if you're a weirdo, there's probably some space on the internet for you, you know, so that you could uh, express your weirdo weirdoness. And uh, these guys have definitely found it. So I just, uh, you know, as two ladies, I, I just wanted to get your take on. Um, you kind of said a little bit, Sherry, uh, about what you felt about about it. But what, I mean, what, what's your take yeah. on, on uh, this kind of uh, behavior? And is it a deal breaker? 
know who me? Yeah, we'll start. Uh, Sherry, we'll go with you, and then we'll go to Lauren. Is it a deal breaker? That kind of behavior. It kind of is because one, I guess, if a guy came along that I was dating and I liked, and he's like, "By the way, this is what I'm into." <laughs> I'd be like, mm, no, I don't think so. And even if he said, oh, okay, well, that's my thing. Even if you don't want to do it, I still want to do it. Then it would still be like, uh, no, <laughs> I think I'm just going to move on. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying when the reality is not all women make that decision and just move on. Because I've had girlfriends that have been, like, contemplating playing along and i'm like why are you contemplating this this isn't you you know you're not into this why are you even considering it but that's the reality is that yeah i can say that but women don't always say no mm-hmm. uh all right what about you lauren is that a deal breaker uh a, a guy that you get involved with he wants you to dress up like a pony and uh play along Um, I, I do, uh, agree that I would be a little standoffish at first. It it depends on the relationship that I have with the guy. And if, you know, we're in a serious committed relationship and then he tells me that, you know, he wants to try (laughs) the pony behavior I mean I guess I would be a little standoffish I would think he he's probably joking with me or something like that but I don't think I would be completely opposed to it if he was serious mm. and that's that's just my personal opinion about it okay I mean I can respect that hey you're like hey look he could be into worse things than that he could be into cheating <laughs> so you know. well that's true yeah right. it's, I, it's, it's something yeah. worse I do feel that, yeah, there there are things that are worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever saw this show. It's called My Strange Addiction. Oh, yeah, definitely. And people are definitely into, I guess you could say, weirder things than, you know, um, dressing like a pony and, and doing sexual behaviors. You know what I'm saying? It's what might be considered weird to someone who doesn't do it might be normal to someone who does do it. So I wouldn't necessarily call it weird. I would just call it different. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. You know, it's funny though. Like I often wonder, like how do you find out that that's your thing? I mean, is it like you were watching uh, My Little Pony or something, and then all of a sudden you like, I mean, like, <laughs> how do you come to that conclusion? I mean, honestly, I feel like you only know if you enjoy something if you try it. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you just see being done on television or even in real life. You can't automatically just say, oh, that's my thing. Yeah, I like that. How do you know you like it if you've never tried it? Mm. That's true. I mean, I guess... As long as it's not completely immoral, I'll try it, you know. Like, I'll I'll try some things, and if I don't like it, then I don't like it. And if that's something that he's 
definitely into, then it's not, it's just not going to work. So it's not the relationship for me to try to hang on. And like she said, be something that I'm not, but I'm not opposed to trying something new. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I do agree with that. And that is actually one thing that I had suggested to a friend of mine was instead of just ditching the relationship, I was like, okay, well, ask him if you can go along to one of the swingers clubs with him and yeah. participate if you want to. Don't participate if you don't want to. But at least, you know, go there and meet the people because actually you might like the people. I mean, because I'm not saying the people who are involved are not decent people. They may be really decent people that you really like and you can get into. And so I'm saying, see what may be there. Yeah. So I, I do. Yeah. I very much agree with that. You know, especially if you're talking about a man that you've met that you really do like, you have a lot in common, you really don't want to, you don't like the idea of having to throw this relationship away and move on. You want to see if you can make it work. Hmm. You know, I say kind of, you know, see if you can make it work. So I yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Lauren, um, because you may go and find out, OK, this isn't as this isn't weird. Like I thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. I can I can actually. Right. Get into like, it. right. Like I thought role playing was silly. I thought it was for children. I thought oh, I'm not going to be able to stay in character. This is weird. And then when I really tried it, you know, it's something that I I really got into. And I was opposed to role-playing for about two years. An ex of mine tried to get me to role-play, and the, his fantasy role-playing role-play was, it was a little weird to me at first, but once I tried it, I actually really enjoyed it. So that's the reason why from that experience with that ex, that's why I'm not completely opposed to trying something new. Like I said before, as long as it's not completely immoral, like bestiality or something like that, as long as it's immoral, as long as I'm not harming anything or anyone, I'll try it. (laughs) I agree. I like role playing. Although I have to admit, I've never tried anything as, I don't know if I would call it, I'm, because I haven't done anything like what, what we saw in the video. Okay, so maybe I might consider that to be extreme because I haven't tried anything to that degree, or anything like that. So maybe I might call it extreme, even though right. people that are doing it and like it don't consider it to be extreme. Yeah, I mean, and it, it goes back to a, a life lesson that I've learned. Anything that you're not used to is uncomfortable for you. It's yep. it's just, yeah. it might be weird. It might be crazy. It might be different. Whatever you, word you choose to use is just something that you're not used to. But how can you know you're completely against it if yeah. you don't try it? Exactly. You know, I'll, I, try, I, I'll dress I, up like I, a pony. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I've I've watched my Cheryl's porn movies, and 
I don't know. If I, I, I'm just going to ask because I don't know if you guys have seen a lot of porn movies, but you know how some of them that are into uh, certain things, like maybe it's um, um, S&M or maybe it's, you know what I mean, something. And you know how at the beginning of the movie they interview the people? And they, they, they're talking uh-huh. about, how, oh, I've always wanted to try this. And then they do the movie. Right. And then at the end, they interview them again. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of them have yeah. never done it. They don't really know <laughs> if they're going to really be into it. Especially with something like F&M. Right. Or spanking. Yeah. They don't know. I don't, you know what? I love to watch those type of porn movies because I'm always interested interested to see that ending interview. I'm like, oh, okay, well, what are they going to say after the fact? You know what I mean? Right. After everything you've been put through, what are they going to say after the fact? That is funny. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, you don't know... But I do respect a person wanting to try it, not being afraid to be like, okay, I've always wondered, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for people that do that. I can't say I would do the pony thing. Right. I might do something else. <laughs> 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 but, right. you know, that might... And what, now you that know, you brought up... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying that that one might not be for me. So when I watch it, I may not even be turned on by it. And I think that that's another point. We sometimes watch things and realize we're turned on by them. And then we watch other things and realize, mm, no, I'm not even turned on by that. I'm actually kind of a little bit turned off by it. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. No, no, you're making perfect sense. If you don't know, you know, I guess you don't know, you know, so, uh, you know, it's interesting, though. I um, I guess if you're in a relationship and you want to get an idea of how far your partner's willing to go, uh, you know, it's like, how do you broach that that uh, subject? Like, how do you um, how, you know, I mean, should you just be honest and just this is what it is? that I want and just tell them, or do you, do you do the whole, well, uh, a friend of mine was telling me about, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, how do you, how do you even um, do it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I honestly think it depends on the trust level that the two people have. Mm-hmm. Um, if I feel like you're always condescending or, always just shooting down my ideas and no, I'm not going to approach you with anything that I might be into. And I'm not sure if you're into it, but if I trust you enough not to judge me or, you know, not to belittle me and then, I mean, I would just say, listen, baby, let's just have a talk. (laughs) Uh, I'm into such and such and I want to know if you want to try it. I mean, it's only one way to find out, and that's to ask. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you shouldn't have to beat around the bush, beat around the bush with someone that you trust. Do you think it's yeah. Do you think it's easier for a woman to ask a guy, or do you think it's uh, other way around, or do you think it's about the same? Mm-hmm. Well, from my experience, 
it's always easier for the guy to mention things to me because um, I do have my moments where I just want to be spicy and just, you know, say what's on my mind. But I'm not the type of person yeah. that openly talks about certain things about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from my experience, it's always been the guy easier to say, um, you know, whatever he's in. I mean, I've been asked some crazy questions and asked to do some crazy things, but it's always come from the guy. Mm. Yeah, I think it is easier if it's the, I I just think it's even easier if the guy is suggesting it. I know for me, in, up until a certain point in a relationship, I am that person that is like, you know, treading carefully because I'm just like, I don't know, I guess in the back of my mind, I'm thinking I don't want to mess up an opportunity to have a good relationship with a decent person. And so I'm like holding back. You know what I mean? I'm holding back a little until I know I don't know enough about this person and know because they haven't until shown the first me enough. Yeah, they haven't shown me enough to know if I bring. I don't know if I bring this up and then I, I'm never going to hear from them again. So I am waiting right. to see if it's it, like who am I dealing with? What type of person am I really dealing with? You know what I mean? Because, you know, I've made the mistake before, said things, and then it's like you don't hear from the person again, and now you're wondering if it's because you brought this up. Hmm. You know? um, Right. And it doesn't leave, it doesn't, it really doesn't leave you feeling very good because you're wondering if what you brought up or what you suggested that you're into put them off. And now they're looking at you in a right. way. And now that really makes you feel bad. Right. You know, that yeah. leaves you feeling bad. You don't hear from them again. Now, now Sherry, um, now you, you're, right. you're new to uh, Indie Radio. You have your program uh, that is um, now airing on Indie Radio as well as Block Talk Radio. And um, now you are a... Now, how I don't want to say it wrong, so... How would you describe your abilities? I mean, in in the short of it, Mm -hmm. how people describe me is they think of me as the typical psychic. Even though I'm not, the way I would describe it is different because how I use my abilities is different. But the people that pay me to do psychic readings just typically see me as a psychic. But I I do get a lot of people, look, here's the thing. I don't do uh, psychic readings anymore on a, on a, you know, average basis. Okay. When I do specials, I'll allow them to do relationship readings, mm-hmm. to ask me relationship questions. But generally, um, I don't do relationship questions. But when I used to do a lot of them, oh, yeah, I would get sexual questions. I would get questions related to sex a lot. Mm. And, yeah, it's it's hard because it's like women are trying to figure out they want to be satisfied. 
mm-hmm. but also they don't know how to open up and broach certain subjects to their significant other, whether it's a boyfriend or whether it's somebody they've been married to for a while. So it's no different, you know, whether they've been married to somebody for a while or it's a new relationship. With women, it's like, okay, I need help, but look, I'm not in a position where I want to bring this up to them. I want to kind of get there without having to put myself in that position where I may be embarrassed. So I do get a lot of relationship questions and and, um, sex questions, questions related to sex, Mm -hmm. especially questions related to whether they're not interested or whether they want a lot of sex or whether they want to do things they don't feel comfortable with. Yeah, there's all those questions. I don't, I, I don't, right. I know a, a lot of women that I know are a little more subconscious than a lot of guys because yeah. I feel like women have more to worry about when it comes to insecurities yep. about the opposite sex. Exactly. A lot of times, never gotten a the man. Guy doesn't really care if. Yeah, normally the guy doesn't really care if you if you're with it or not. He feels like he's going to find someone who is. Yep. You know, but it's not that simple for us because we, we like like Sherry said, we worry about if you're going to call me again or if you're going to see me again or if you're going to uh, tell your friends, oh, yeah, this chick is weird because she asked me such and such. You know, we have a lot more that we worry about than you guys do. Mm. Yeah. Especially with... The um, we got Android phones that easily record. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Don't yes. even ask me yes, yes, why yes. I'm bringing this up. Okay. <laughs> we got Android phones. I that can record. only imagine. Thought, look, wait. We've also got the whole cougar thing. Look, put an older woman with a younger man. A younger man ain't thinking nothing about recording it and putting it on social <laughs> media or sharing it with his friends. The older woman might be more reserved. Mm-hmm. But see, the younger man's not thinking that way. The younger man's just thinking, this is cool. I'm going to share this with my friends. Look, been there. <laughs> done that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, all the things we have to deal with now because of technology takes it even to a whole nother level. Now we don't even know yeah. who's recording what we're doing. Who's going to sign out about it? We don't know if we're going to lose our job over it. So we're really, women, we're trying to be really careful. I'm not so sure that yeah. men are really thinking that way or thinking about, right. oh, I may lose my job over this. I don't really think men think that way. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, a, lot, a lot of guys don't. and uh, That is a big difference. Um, my my question also though to you to both of you ladies is, um, how do you know that this is something that we're you know it's like a mutual thing that we're both doing, we're both getting pleasure, and then you know that the person is not just using me to to uh, get their rocks off like you know what I mean like. Like a lot of times, fetish type people tend to use people for 
for that end. So how do you know? How do you know it's like it's a mutual thing that we're doing, um, where it's not just about that. You know, that it's not just about um, doing this crazy thing. You know, versus uh, you know, um, it's just purely for their gratification. That's the only thing you matter to them. Is there a way to figure that out? I could be wrong, but I I always thought that it wasn't necessarily easy. Like if a guy knows he's into X Y Z, I always felt like it wasn't it wasn't necessarily easy for him to find a woman and hook up with a woman who would be into specifically X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Right, right. I think it's necessarily easy to find somebody who would be into it. So I, I always felt that once they did find somebody that was into it, that, um, they wanted to kind of hold on to that person who was into that. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting because, you know, there's some people that it's like a compulsion to do these certain things, right? So it's almost like, I, I remember this, uh, there's a story that a girl told me once about this guy who only would have, and this girl was beautiful, right? But this guy would only have sex with her if he wore a bunny suit. I mean, they both had to wear bunny suits, right? I mean, there was uh-huh. there was never any time. She said, I never had sex with the guy unless I had the bunny suit on. And she, you know, that was his thing. And she was willing to do it. But she wanted, you know, every once in a while, can we do it just regular? And he was like, I, no, I, I no, I only want to do it with the bunny suit. That's it. It has to be bunny suit. Um, he couldn't even do it for her, you know. And I'm like, dang, you know. I mean, I I get that that's what you like, but dang, you can't even, you know, what I mean, like, you know. So I mean, are is that a mutual thing, or is it this guy is dealing with his compulsion, and you are just his outlet to, to do it, you know? You know. I don't think it's well. Weird. I mean. I- Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think it's a mutual thing. Because there's sometimes yeah, one person that's either. really into it, and then there's one person that's going along with it. Right. Right. But I feel like a lot of guys are really stuck in their ways, and when they want something, they want it, and we just, we deal with it because, I don't know, maybe it's love, maybe yeah. it's because we feel like nobody else wants us or whatever the case may be, we just deal with it. But when it comes to something that we want in certain situations, the guy is just like, no, nope, I'm not doing it. And we still have to live with it. So I don't think it goes both ways either. The reality is, is that even if you said to him, oh, well, you know, I took psychology in college and I think that you got some unresolved issues that you need to deal with that's leading you to doing this 
and that if if you sought therapy, I would go with you. You could get past this. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd ever hear from that guy again. No, I don't think so either. Right. Not at all. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that that's happening. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe because it may be true, but you'd never hear from him again. So it's like even as no matter how much he likes you, if he's just if he's not willing to hear that because this is what he likes, this is what he's into. So your only options are you go along with it or you you have to move on, no matter how much you like everything else about the guy. And shout out to right. all, shout out to all the weirdos out there that may be listening. And uh, <laughs> my, my, you know, my, I tip my cap to you. I tip my cap to you. But uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. It's some it's some bizarre stuff, right? I've you know, and it seems like you, you, there's more and more stuff that I, I mean, I saw pup play, which is basically the same thing, but it's puppies instead of um, instead of uh, yeah ponies and it's like so much bizarre you know the thing that i just can't understand is the whole diaper thing that blows my mind i i just i can't that blows my mind i'm just like how is this a turn on i'm sorry how is it a turn on there are a lot of guys out there that love to dress like babies and yeah. I mean, they go full out with it. They they have the diapers, the bib, the the bonnet, the pacifier, the bottles, everything. They just go full out with it. And now, now that would be a deal breaker because there's something. Yeah, there, look, there's something. It's a guy. My own opinion, like, and oh, I don't mean to offend anybody, diaper. but I just feel like there's something wrong going on upstairs in your head if you want to be treated like a baby and you're a grown man or a grown woman. Now, I mean, like Kinsey said, shout out to all the weirdos out there if you're listening, but that's just something that would be a deal breaker for me because I would feel like a pedophile. Like I would feel like (laughs) this is completely immoral. This is something that I have no business doing. So, I mean, but at the end of the yeah. day, like I said, something that they might consider to be normal, we might consider to be weird, just like something we might consider normal, they might consider weird or yeah. boring or abnormal. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But I'm sorry, but I don't understand how a guy could think that I'm going to be turned <laughs> on by you telling me that you've crapped in your diaper. Look, yeah. if you're like, if you got, look, if you are a woman and you got kids, you never look forward to changing a poopy diaper no. in real life. You know what I mean? How is that turning me on? I don't get it. Right. Um, I, a friend of mine asked me recently, she asked me, she said, um, we were kind of having a conversation similar to the one we're having now. And she says, what would you do? And this is about to get a little, just a little bit vulgar, but she said, what would you do if 
you were going down on the guy, and he just put both his legs completely in the air. And I just looked at her for a second, trying to figure out if she was serious or not. And she was serious, and I was just like, I don't know. I would probably just ask the guy, you know, what he's doing. Like, why do you have your legs in the air? Because that's not normal for yeah. a woman to go down on the guy and he put his legs, you know, in the air. And then she was like, I would just ask him, like, are you gay? <laughs> mm. But yeah. I don't honestly, um, I think that I wouldn't just come out and say something like that because yeah. even if a guy does like to have same same sex sex with someone if they're coming to a woman about it obviously they're not comfortable with their decision to be gay or to like guys right so i don't feel like i can just come out and ask him like oh are you gay because he might be offended by it but i would just you know step back stop what I'm doing and just ask him, like, what are you doing? Why do you have your legs in the air? And Sherry, this question is for you. Like, I just wanted yeah. to know what would you do if you were in that situation? Um, I would, I, yeah, I would be thinking the same thing. I would be thinking, okay, what's going on here? I, I would <laughs> honestly be thinking, am I dealing with someone who is maybe bisexual. I'd be wondering that. Right. But I think that I would, I think I would kind of play it off in a way where I would, I would probably make a joke, you know, knowing me, I'd probably make a joke of it, a little bit of a joke to try to, yeah, let him in a subtle way know that I'm kind of thinking, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but in right. a subtle way, you know what I mean? Um, so that it wouldn't be awkward for either one of us is probably what I would do. So they I mean, can kind of get out. Made the situation awkward by putting both his yeah. legs in the air. He has made it awkward, but I'm giving him an out, basically. I mean, I still have to deal right. with it. You know what I mean? Because in my mind, I'm going to be thinking, mm, this is something I somehow have to bring up. I somehow have to still figure out what's going on with this guy before I move any right. further in this relationship. But I want to give him a way out that's not embarrassing, that's not hurtful. You know, um, I'd be looking to give him a way out of that. To to realize, okay, she didn't take that the way I thought she was, but I want to give him a way out of it so that he don't have to be embarrassed. But I still got to deal with it because I'm going to still have to bring that up later somehow. Because I can't move forward. Right. Because now I'm going to be wondering. What, yeah. you know, I'm going to be wondering. That, that, that will be an awkward situation. Yeah, and I, I you know, I, I know some bisexual guys where, yeah, they do things that make you go, hmm, okay, what's going on with this? Um. Right. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of never easy to bring up that subject but you have to okay so 
yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to if it's something that, you know, you're questioning and you're not so sure about. But I have one more question for you. What if you did find out that the guy that you were dealing with was bisexual? Would Actually, you to stick it out with him, or is that a deal breaker? No, it's it's not necessarily a deal breaker, but and I actually had that situation, but um, I wasn't interested in him because I didn't see him as my type. Because I I generally like men that are all masculine. There are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I that's the best way <laughs> to describe it. There is no other side to them. We're partially masculine, partially feminine. No, I'm that's not the type of guy I'm into. And so when I dealt with a guy who who made it known he was interested in me, I kind of kind of put it off like, no, I'm not interested. I didn't really get into the yeah. whole. I, I'm pretty sure I know that you're bisexual. I've picked up some things. I've heard some conversations you've been having on the phone with some people. I pretty much, you know what I mean? I didn't go into that. I just basically kind of told him I'm not interested. Let, let me, let me ask this question. Right. Let me ask this question. Uh, being that you do readings and stuff and there was the famous scene that, um, um, if you remember from back in the day, I'm sure Lauren does, and she's pretty young. But with uh, Miss Cleo, where she, <laughs> where, oh, she's, yeah. where, she, where she's at, the guy, the woman wants to know is, is her man gay. Um, do you get that often? Uh, people asking you about uh, is their mate, whether it's the guy or the girl, uh, about their uh, sexuality. Well, yeah, it has come up. It's. I remember one time that it came up with this woman who called me, who the backstory was that she worked with this woman that she got interested in. The woman was gay and was always gay. No, I'm sorry. She was gay. She was always gay. But the woman she was dealing with wasn't always gay. She had an ex that was a man. Then they dated, and but then she broke up with her and went back to the man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there, there were a lot of questions about that, and that made it really difficult. That really made the reading difficult because you don't just have somebody that's asking you questions like, "Are they still interested in me? Do they still care about me?" No, they've also got questions of okay, is she still really into me because I'm a woman and she really is gay? Or is she? has she really decided she's no longer going to be gay and now she's going to be heterosexual? It's hard because when I told that woman the truth, that woman cursed me out. <laughs> and I literally... Ended up, I tried to be nice about it, but after a half an hour of this woman, like, going all in, and, you know, I actually had to tell the woman, you know what, I, I just gave it to you like I got it. You know, I didn't, I didn't cause this, I didn't create it, and I don't appreciate you 
cursing me out, giving me a hard time. This is, you know what I mean? This is not what I'm in it for. And I'm hanging up now. <laughs> you know, but um, she didn't take it. You know what I mean? She didn't take it well. And But I really kind of feel like what made it hard for her is it's the, the whole bisexual thing. She wasn't dealing with it well, this woman going back to being with her ex that's a guy. That complicated it. Mm. And she wasn't ready to, she also wasn't ready to accept it. That made it hard for her. She was almost offended, I think, that the woman went back to be with this guy. Oh, wow. Because he was a guy. Yeah, I mean, I would too. I mean, that, that's pretty, that's pretty bizarre there. So, I don't because I don't... she wasn't. Yeah, because she wasn't bisexual. Only one of them was bisexual, and so she took, I guess, great offense to this woman going back to be with the guy. That's why I don't look. I told you. That's why I don't do relationship readings anymore. I'm just these are really difficult questions to answer. It's not that they're difficult to answer. It's that people aren't in acceptance of the answer. Let me, now right. I, I want to um, kind of shift the conversation to another topic. And uh, there's a guy that's listening. I hope he uh, hops in on this. Um, this topic is, you know, look, I was always a, you know, very young man, you know, very, uh, uh, chipper and all of that stuff and now I'm starting to get some age on me and there's a question I gotta ask the ladies this now um, uh, Sherry is more closer to my age and Lauren is uh, a youngin so it'll be interesting uh, to get you guys perspectives on this is um, uh, the idea of age uh, in relationships and um you know, uh, the idea of uh, an older man with a younger woman and younger woman with a, a older man and whatnot. And uh, so I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get you guys take on it. Uh, uh, let's start off with. Uh, uh, wait, hold on a second. We have a guy. Hold on a second. It's going to join in. Hold on. OK. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Caller. Who just got his headset? <laughs> Hello, area code two five zero. Okay, I think I can hear him. Oh, do you hear him? I heard something. I can't hear something. him. Oh yeah, let me see. Okay, so. We're waiting for him to kick in. Uh, we can't hear you, so uh, you can come in whenever you're in. Just say here, and then I'll introduce introduce you. Um, okay, so uh, I want to start off with with you, Sherry, and then I want to go to Lauren about mm -hmm. the idea of uh, uh, one is. Oh, <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I had the wrong one. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Uh, wait. Oh no, he's on the link. My bad. 
Um, let's see. If you're on the link and you want to add, come into the conversation, I'm, I'm really new at, uh, I think you just hit the Skype button, right? Just hit the Skype button and it'll bring you in. Or you know what? I, I have you on Skype. Let me drag you in to Skype. Hold on a second. Uh, okay. All right. Let's see. Sorry about that. Yeah. All right. My bad. I'm. I'm. You would think I had just started with uh <laughs> with uh, doing this. I, like I've never hosted a show. Hello. Hello. There, there you go. It's Olaf. <laughs> How you doing? And uh, I want to start off by saying happy belated birthday. Even though I did, oh, thank I did, you. I did talk to you briefly. Uh, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, now, um, now the topic you'll love this topic, Olaf. Uh, we're talking about uh, the uh, older men with younger women, and vice versa. And uh, so I was asking Sherry this question: What is your take on, um, you know, age uh, being a fact? Is it much of a factor to you in a relationship, or it's no no thing, or or how do you determine? Mm. I would, you know, I would say it's not much of a factor. However, you know, I can't help but having like a flashback to those relationships I had when I was in my 20s. And yeah, I don't really want to redo those. You know what I mean? But um, I'm okay with, because I have, I tried the cougar thing. The only thing I didn't like about it is it's fine if we're going to do a real relationship, but I'm not interested in a relationship where we're doing it just for sex. And there's nothing emotional involved because a lot of women, we, we need an emotional connection. I don't want to hear that the guy doesn't ever want to kiss. I don't want, you know what I mean? I don't want to hear things like that. I, I don't want it. I need an emotional connection. I don't want to hear from you that you're not into kissing or you never want to kiss me. Yeah, that's going to be a deal breaker. I actually had a guy I was dating say to me, oh, I'm not really into kissing. I hope that's not a deal breaker. And I looked at him and I went, you know what? It kind of is. You know what I mean? I can, there's a lot of things that I could say I could deal with. But, you know, that's just a way to show affection. That's like you telling you saying to me oh i hope you won't mind if i don't show affection to you so i'm okay with any age as long as we can have a real relationship oh okay so age is not a number to you um i'm gonna get to olaf next uh, i mean uh after uh lauren but what about you Uh, now you you're a young lady um now when it comes to age, I mean, you know, you can't go too far back the other way, uh, Lauren, so, or you'll be, in, or they put you in jail. So, so, uh, tell us about what you think. Do you prefer older guys or do you like guys your same age or how do you look at it? I do not like guys my age or younger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's sad to say, but my generation of people are not the most easiest people to deal with or they don't believe in opening doors and pulling out mm-hmm. seats and grabbing the bill. They don't believe a lot of guys in my generation don't believe in stuff like that. So I actually prefer an older guy because my maturity level is above my age mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dealing with a guy my age, it's not, the maturity level is not going to be there. There's going to be a lot of things that's going to irritate me or turn me off about him and a, a guy my a guy older than me is more mature than me, can teach me some things, can as long as he doesn't mind dating someone younger. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, like I said, my maturity level is above my age because even as a child I, I hang I hung around my um my aunts and her friends and my mom and her friends and you know, I watched them have fun and I've always gotten wisdom from those older people. So hanging out with someone who's my age or younger to me is not as fulfilling as it is with dating a guy who is older than me. Mm, okay. And I've all in my I'm I'm 24 years old. For those of you who don't know, I am 24, and I can honestly say. Since I turned 20, I did not want to date any guys that were my age or younger than me. They've always been older than me. I would say in their late 20s, early 30s, it's always been. Lauren does not know what life is like before the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> I've always... <laughs> You know what? She doesn't know I, I about actually, rotary phones. I, my boyfriends were younger than me. Um, she doesn't know about dial-up internet. Degrees. She's like, dial-up internet? Uh-huh. What's that? <laughs> yeah, that do-do-do-do-do. Oh, yeah, let's tell you about yeah. the old days. Uh, let's, yeah. let, let me tell you about this thing called AOL. <laughs> yeah, it's you know the the sound. Oh, don't get me wrong. I know about that AOL. My mom had it. My aunt had it. I know a little uh, something about a little something. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I still got you know it. <laughs> you know what? I created a website. I actually had a website back when it was not visual and there was hardly no websites on the internet i ha- actually had a website back then i actually had an e-commerce website back then but i um i've always dated guys that are younger than me but right now i mean i'm in my early 50s it i'm not really interested in dating guys in their in that are in their 20s but i have met some that are more mature than others um yeah you know occasionally you'll meet one that's more mature than their age but it's not often it's not often right you know, so, and that makes it hard. And that's the reason why most of the time, I mean, I get now in my 50s, I get so many guys in their 20s coming on to me. 
wanting to have sex with me. But I'm always like, no, 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 that's okay. <laughs> because there's just <laughs> a lot of guys that are in their 20s are like, um, why not? It's just sex. But that's not where my head is at. That, you know what I mean? I right. did that. No, I did that when I was in my 20s. I'm not looking to revisit that. I'm not re- looking to revisit that whole, I'm 20, I'm free, I can have sex with anybody I want to. I'm not looking to revisit that right now. Mm. I did that already. You know what I mean? Been there, done that. Well, And that's the hard part about dating somebody younger is that you're trying to explain to them, I've already had all those experiences or like Lauren said, I've matured past that point now. And you're asking me to backtrack. I don't want to backtrack. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, now, Olaf, you just uh, got another birthday just went through, as we were saying earlier. And uh, <laughs> I know, I know yep. you, you're someone who uh, appreciates the, the younger uh, ladies, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, it's like, I will say this, in other words, uh, if, if, you know, the guy doesn't hold, open the door or help you with a chair or anything like that, the boy wasn't raised right. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> now, you yeah. say you're 20. So you being 24, I'm a couple years older than you. <laughs> Just a you know, couple, couple years older than you. <laughs> okay. You know? And, and and I do, and I do hold the door, and you know, walk on the. It's like walk on the outside, well, like you're supposed to, and all that good stuff. He even lay, he even lays his uh, jacket in a puddle for for a woman to walk on. There you go. And, and you sleep, and, and at night you sleep closest to the door. So if there's a burglar that breaks in, they get to you first. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not too worried about the burglar because, like, you know, the burglar comes in. Burglar comes in the nine. I said I got a nine underneath my pillow, so it's not, the burglar's not going to do much. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I have a feeling that you got. Well, I'm, your... really, I'm not really into guns, so I don't want you really shooting over my head. <laughs> Look, I have a, I have a, uh, I, I have a feeling that uh, you have like Home Alone traps all through your house, too. <laughs> so, somebody breaks in. No, and, yeah. I... I, the, the 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 trap I have in my house is is Priscilla. That's my attack cat. She <laughs> will just you know. <laughs> so somebody comes in, she's she's going to get him. She's going to get him. You know. Now, I, now Sherry, um, I I can't remember if you if if you said this on a show or something because I want to go back to the the readings and stuff, right? Uh, I can re- recall that you said that there was a, a there was somebody who either got a reading or was giving out readings and the person said something to the effect that they had to sleep with somebody or something bad was going to happen or something like that. Do you, do you remember? What oh, you I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, you're okay. <laughs> this, has to, <laughs> this has to do with, um, Oh, how can I put this? There are certain um, types of uh, dark arts like um, Santeria or Yoruba. And I had um, a best 
friend who had a husband who's Mexican who was into Santeria. And he had he had really good abilities. But he like had come over to my house one time wanting to use my computer to um Fill out an application online, and after he did that, you know, I was all cordial and everything to him, and offered him a beer, offered him a Corona, and we're sitting there just chatting, drinking it. And he asked me, he didn't speak that much English, but he asked me, he's like, um, My guides told me that I could solve the problems that I have if I sleep with you. And he literally asked me, if he could, if I would sleep with him. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, you know, this was my best friend's husband. And she kept asking me, and even as I'm showing him the door, on the walkway out, outside of my door, he's still trying to explain himself and explain you know, like, why his guy said this would solve his problems and, you know, why he wanted to sleep with me and this would solve everything. And um, I've heard of the concept before is that you um, you have that type of access to a person and you are gaining access to energy that they have. Um However, it, it has two sides to it. You, not only will they be affected, but you'll be affected also. So it is with guys, you have to be very careful who you sleep with because there are things that people can do to you by getting access in that way to you. Um, and, yeah, that actually does happen a lot. And you'd be surprised. Um but it's not anything new. Sexual energy has been involved in metaphysics and spirituality for a very long time. Hence, you know, the, the, the issue that the Catholic Church has. You know, um, also, you know, things that you can read about on the Internet about the royal family. You know, and ritualistic things there to because it's a way to gain power from people. It's a way to, you know, gain a source of power. People do use sex to gain power. Yeah, I've had that happen to me twice. You know, it's like where there was like two, couple, couple, couple different women that I had relations with and, and they wound up taking half my stuff. Oh wait, never mind. It's like yeah, oh wait, wait, I, 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 I divorced them, so never mind. That, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> you know it does count because you know, you know, women use sex to gain something. Sex is a powerful tool that, as women, we can use. And some people do use sex to gain an advantage over someone. But, you know, it's not, it's nothing new. When no. Some women use sex to try to get what they want. 
I mean, this isn't anything new. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Well, but you no. know, I, that's something, though. I mean, the whole uh, we must have sex or the world will end. I mean, uh, you know, or whatever bad thing that person is saying is going to happen. That's uh, that's something else. Uh, I think, uh, Lauren, you probably need to put a headset on because I, I keep hearing uh, your background is really bad. Or the TV or whatever. Okay. It's in the background. So uh, you, you might want to mute just for a second. Um, but... Uh, but... I think a lot of women. Exactly sure what we're hearing. Yeah, I hear it uh, 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 all in the background. Yeah, I isolated. It was a, uh, it was you. And then it's funny, right when I was about to message you, it you dropped off. But uh, um, and it, and it, it went away. But um, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you were saying, uh, Sherry. Um, it's. What I'm talking about is like when women are trying to use sex as a manipulation tool is what I'm talking about. When they're trying to manipulate the man they're with by using sex. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. No, no. That, yeah, that's old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, there are a lot of women that are using sex as a manipulation tool, so... That's that's common. That's done like all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not, I, that's that's nothing new. I that's, don't. <laughs> I don't do that. But <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh yeah, you uh, you don't want to take out the trash? Well, no sex for you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't do that. But you know, yeah. No, a lot of women use sex as a, a method to get what they want. Yeah. Well, you know? they said you got to use what you got to get what you want. Ain't that what they, the old people used to say? Yeah, I mean, it's done every day. I mean, hence, you know, you know, Trump well, is having a little bit of trouble with that, but... <laughs> Now, let me. Well, uh-huh. I was just going to say, in other words, it, it's not just women. In other words, men do it too. In other words, they, it's like they, it's like they use it as a weapon. In other words, maybe to get, get what they want or to, uh, is a, it's like a, I don't know if it'd be to get what, no, for like a guy to get what he wants. Uh, I mean, I mean, it works both ways. Women, men and women can use sex to get what they want. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of men using it as a way to pacify their significant other. Like, oh, she's just been, like, really ranting and raving lately. I think what she needs is she just needs sex. You know what I mean? You know, we've heard of that before. She just needs, your uh, your female boss, she just needs to get laid and everything will be fine. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, now once again, I want to uh, welcome uh, Sherry to the Indie Radio family. Her show. Uh, tell us about your program and what people can expect to hear on your program, and and you also do readings on your show as well, right? 
Yeah, I do many readings, um, usually related to the topic. Sometimes they are and sometimes they aren't. Um, but we, um, we do topics related to spirituality, metaphysics, law of attraction, uh, energy work such as Reiki, and then we give many readings um, throughout the show in between, you know, in between talking about the topic. Um, it's usually very interesting. We usually, we try to get callers to share their experiences as well. Instead of just asking questions, we try to get them to participate, share their experiences and stories and um, it's always very interesting what happens and what comes up and the things that people share. So it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So things that you cannot do that people may think you do can do because you do readings. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really, um, I always say that this isn't, um, this isn't like when you go to the circus and there's that fortune teller, mm -hmm. I don't really do fortune telling. I can't, a lot of people, they don't really, they don't really need my help. They need to just simply make a decision for themselves and they're having trouble making a decision. So there are some ways you use a psychic that just aren't, that aren't appropriate, that aren't going to work. A, a psychic can't make a decision for you. There are some things I don't tell people. Like sometimes people want to know, am I going to meet my significant other sooner? I'm going to meet someone. Um, I usually um, only can answer that question to a certain depth because if I go too deep, I risk um, affecting the outcome in the future because if you have a person thinking, I'm going to meet this certain type of guy, they may actually stop looking at other guys. There may be a guy that comes along that they discount because they think he's not the one. So we try not to tell people things to a certain level that would have them accidentally affecting their lives and changing the outcome. So... We try not to give a reading in a way that's going to interfere negatively in their life. You don't really need to know that much. Life wasn't meant to be lived in a way where you know everything that's going to happen. That's not really living life. Life is meant to be lived so that you actually learn from your experiences. So... I actually do tend to be careful. I'm not going to, I'm only, sometimes I'm not given that information. Sometimes I'm told, no, that's it. They can't know anymore for a reason, whether they understand, whether they want to under, understand that or not. Um, I don't do mediumship questions. Sometimes I'll get something mediumship related that's just meant to validate so that they can trust in the rest of what I've told them. But generally I don't do the whole, your aunt is here and see, she says such and such, or I can tell you where 
your, you know, father buried, you know, his valuables on your property. I don't do that, although I do know some psychics who do and are, who are really good at it. Mm. Um, I generally, I give readings that help people, you know, like move forward along their path. So a lot of what I get and a lot of what my higher self helps people with is to help them to know what they need to do in their own lives. So a lot of times people get readings from me, they come away with homework. There's things they have to do. There's things they have to take action within their life. If somebody comes back to me for a reading, I don't care whether it's in two weeks, a month, if they haven't done anything, there is nothing I can help them with. You got to take action in your own life. If you're not participating in your own life, I can't help you. You actually have to be a participant in your own life. You actually have to take domain over your own life. Make decisions. Take action. If you're not doing that, that's your answer right there. You want to know why you haven't, you know, found the job? A lot of times people ask me, when am I going to find the job? And I'll say to them, hmm, that's interesting. When are you going to start looking for a job? And they'll laugh. Because they didn't know that I was going to be able to tell they weren't even looking. Do you, do things happen, weird things happen when you do your readings? Do you levitate? Do your eyes roll back in the, your head? <laughs> do you, I mean, like, is anything like that? <laughs> no, but sometimes it depends on who's on the show. Sometimes you can have, um, oh, and it happened the other night. Um, I had my producer's daughter which has a very high level of energy. She had a really powerful awakening. She's got some crazy stuff going on. And she just simply has such high vibrations. And then I had my friend on who is also has psychic abilities, you know. So you get three people on a show that all have high vibrations. That's a lot of energy. So at one point, we're on the show and... On, I'm in this, I'm looking at the studio board and all of a sudden this call comes in and literally it like flashes in my face and the, the phone number on it said one, 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 one. And I look at it and the my producer goes, I go, you guys are, you're not seeing this. She's like, no, Sherry, there is no caller that just came into the studio. I'm like, I swear a call just came in. That's the number it said. I go, you're not seeing this. She's like, no, as I say that I look and even the whole time says one, one, one. And she says to me, welcome to my world. This is the thing that my daughter's energy causes to happen. Because when her daughter initially awakened, it caused a blackout in her whole house. Every light in the house, it was at nighttime, every light in the house, all electricity went off. She caused a blackout in her house. She went to her bedroom, which she had just finished painting a mural on the ceiling. And it was like, remember the scene in Poltergeist where they walk into the room and stuff is flying all around the room? Mm -hmm. The daughter goes to go back to her bedroom, which she had just finished painting a mural on the ceiling. And there is this energy in this room 
that was so powerful you could feel it. Her daughter, who was, her daughter's only 18 right now. Her daughter starts yelling at the top of her lungs for her mother. She's like, Ma, you have to come here. Something's happening. And she said her mother walked into the room and her mouth was just hanging open like, what the hell? What is going on? What is happening? I'm sending that kid. So, I'm sending that kid to boarding school. Yo, I has gotta go. Actually, she's getting ready to go to college in 13 days, so that will be interesting. I would not. I don't no. know who her roommate's like, gonna yo, be. I, your little school. ass gotta go. But she's got some powerful <laughs> And the thing is, so when this call comes on. And the mother is going, Sherry, I swear, I'm not seeing this call that you're seeing. She's like, welcome to my world. In my mind, my, my other guest who was psychic, I told him later after the show that all I could think is I'm looking at this call and I go, I'm not answering it. I'm like, I'm answering it. I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but, yeah, things like that happen or, you know, um, the energy gets so high that, you know, the callers start dropping. I start dropping out of the call. I can't stay in it. Um, so when the energy gets really high, the vibrations get really high, sometimes it affects technical things. So it's not unusual for me to start having technical problems in a show, you know? So we try, I try to kind of stay calm and even keeled, you know what I mean? (laughs) So that none of that happens because, you know, it's a nightmare. You know, an hour, you know, half an hour into your show, all of a sudden you're having technical problems. You can't stay in your own show. You're dropping out of it. Other people are dropping out of it. So, well, yeah. Well, well, when I when I joined, I tried. I I try. I said I've been trying to keep my energy low so it doesn't affect things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I try to stay calm, but sometimes you know, <laughs> happens. You can't help it. You uh, get excited about something or. Somebody brings up a topic that you're really into, and that can cause your vibrations to raise. And you'll notice that all of a sudden, like, your pulse line is clear, it's static Here in Los Angeles, it is freaking hot. I'm sweating like a dog but i wanted to we wanted to come on and do the uh spotlight underground uh there was a show that me and lauren have been doing for a while and uh we, that we hadn't done in a while and what we'll do is every so often uh often we'll just hop on and do it so if anybody's available they want to hop in and just conversate uh the, we'll do it like some you know a late night show uh like we're doing tonight um so anytime yeah. you, you know someone can't sleep and you know you've been on indie radio before and you want to participate whatever the topic is just hop in you know sherry obviously me and lauren will be here uh, olaf you know you're always welcome and 
you know, so uh, just hop on and we, we'll be talking about all kind of different topics. So I want to first start I like, off. I like sex questions. <laughs> and you're going to be on because you're going to be on our <laughs> Cinema du Fromage uh, show this Thursday. Uh, have you have you watched again? Yeah. Uh, um, have you watched again, Sherry, uh, the movie uh, Poseidon Adventure? Yes. All right. I need yes, to watch I it again. Did. I haven't watched it yet. Again. Yes, I did. I'm ready. All right. So uh, I want to start off with um, with you, Sherry. How can people get you in social media and how and when can they check out your show? Um, the show is Friday and Sundays at 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. It's blogtalkradio.com slash psychic impact show radio show <laughs> and um it's my website is sherryspeaks.com and for my website you pretty much can find me in all other places on social media all right and olaf how can people get you in social media and all that good stuff will you be joining us tomorrow on our uh, we're doing uh, black sales tomorrow night yeah, that's right. Uh, I was going uh, to ask you if that was still going tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. You can stalk me on both Facebook and Twitter at Olaf Barbosa. It's like, uh, just don't stalk too close because I do get nervous and I do have an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> all right. And, and Lauren, how can people get you on social media and all that good stuff? You can find me on Facebook or Instagram, 1993 Kendrick Lauren. And I do actively check both of them every day. So I'll I'll give you a follow for a follow. All right. That's right. Follow for follow. You can get me at Kente F on Twitter. (laughs) If you're not following me on Twitter, shame on you. You need to be following me on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to start doing some wild and crazy stuff on Twitter and Instagram. So you want to follow me. Uh, and you can, all, of course, go to our website, IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night for uh, an all-new all episode of Talking Black Sales. And maybe if uh, Lauren's up for it and whatnot, maybe we'll do, after that, uh, we'll do one of these. Um, but uh, you guys have a wonderful rest of your night. God bless. You too. Peace. I'm in Glendale and found love in the South Bay. Yes, I find myself in an L.A. long distance thing. Guess who helped make it work? AT&T. I bought one phone, got another one on them. And romance is alive on the 101. Come into an AT&T store, buy a smartphone, and get one on us. More for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time in areas. Select devices. Each requires up to $900 on installment agreement. Requires one new line of minimum $75 per month service. Free after credits over 30 months starting within three bills. If canceled service, device balance is due. $30 activation, additional fees, taxes, and restrictions apply. See your local AT&T store for details.